0: It's Thursday, July sixteenth, two 2020, and although I may be saying I'm on vacation, the NFL season takes a vacation for no one. You're in the doghouse. What's up everybody? It is your boy D-Roy, coming to you live. Or on demand. From Superior, Wisconsin. From a good buddy of mine's house. You all know and love him. Because goddamn he almost ruined a live podcast because of his hatred for the Jordan Love pick. It's my buddy Paul Burkholz. Paul, say hello.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: How y'all doing? <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back to the Doghouse, the little podcast that could.
1: Right.
0: Oh, man. I'm
1: it's... finally over my Jordan Love uh, devastation. <laughs> I've grown, grown on It's grown on me. It's grown on me. It's grown on me. Well,
0: that's good. That's good. Well, uh, like I said, uh, uh, the NFL season is not taking a vacation for anybody, uh, even though there are some worries about uh, whether or not you know, the season's gonna start on time. Whether we're gonna have a season, which I've been, you know, I've heard people, you know, kind of worried about. Uh, I've also had a league that has, you know, players in it that are like, are we even having a league? Are we just gonna take the year off? What's your, what's your, what's your feelings on uh, what's going on so far? You know, we haven't had anything from the league. Uh, Definitively, as far as a coronavirus, you know, type protocol, like we have with MLB and the NBA, Uh, and we got training camps supposedly supposed to be opening, you know, here pretty soon. So, how are your feelings on the season?
1: Well, I saw earlier today, uh, JJ Watt uh, said something about how he's frustrated with the NFL and their protocols. Like they don't have their stuff together. You know, like he's not happy with the. They're not prepared, prepared enough. Right. Uh, So that kind of like, I was already with this whole coronavirus. I'm already a little nervous as it was because of uh, how, like, we're not even, might not even have a school, you know, like there's, there's a lot still going on. And as much as the NFL is kind of like bulletproof. I, I don't know. I, this thing's got me a little nervous. I want the season to start. I want everything to go as planned, but I'm a little nervous. I would like to carry on as if it's going to happen. So, like, doing the fantasy drafts. I'd tell your guys not to worry. We're having a league. You know, right. even if it's half a season, whatever. Even if it... If it's a Tech Mobile tournament, whatever, (laughs) we're you know I mean we're gonna have some kind of football season. I'm I'm a little nervous, especially at the beginning. I could see them maybe postponing maybe the first four games, maybe rotating to the back of the season. I've heard that one, you know, yeah, like like having a delay like that. Uh, I'm a little nervous, but uh, we need football. We just the whole nation needs football. They do everything from college to high school, everything. I, I think that's my two cents.
0: In my heart of hearts, I think with MLB coming back next week and then the NBA following suit in two weeks, I think once everything kind of gets going with the other major sports, yeah I think that's what's really going to start pushing uh, NFL, the NFLPA forward to making sure that this is getting done. I think especially next Thursday when MLB opens up, I think that's a huge hurdle that needs to get crossed um great point i would have thought i would have I, the f- fucking mlb and the mlbpa you know they couldn't get that shit going if i think we never would have had this these thoughts about the nfl if mlb would have gotten their shit together earlier and then we had another major sport yeah we've got you know ufc which i'm Love to awesome. They're taking it.
1: advantage of it. I love it. Yes. <laughs>
0: and uh PGAs involve you know, out there, NASCAR's out there. Um NASCAR All Star race, I guess. There's no uh I can't remember they had a race or something yesterday I think and they had fans in the stands. Nice. But uh um,
1: Cornhole championships, <laughs> Cornhole championships. <laughs> important stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fucking dart tournaments and shit. <laughs> Twenty.
1: Yeah, um, yeah but I, I, I'm hoping your optimism is correct. Uh, if they can k- get those seasons going. it Should follow suit. Everything should all boom. Open I up.
0: also have a thought that. The NFLPA is using this to their, to their advantage to finally get those preseason games dwindled down, and that's why you're hearing two preseason games versus the four. I think they're using that to their advantage because they're going to make the owners realize that they don't have to have those, you know, four pre those four total preseason games get rid of them, you know, if you want to add that one game at the end of the year, which they're going to do supposedly next year. Um I just think I, there's there's a little bit of you know sports politics in play. I think that's involved yeah. with that. Um, although I do want them to have a protocol in place for COVID. You know, it fuck what you know anybody's thoughts are on it whatsoever. You know, it's it's you need to make sure that these players are covered and that they're comfortable.
1: And the teams aren't penalized. Like, if you get into the nuts and bolts of it, like, you put them on injury reserve, and then they're done for the year? Or do you you give them, like, you know, like, a COVID break, two-week, you know, and then the roster roster exemption? I I know they were fooling around with that. Uh, You know, that was, you know. We
0: need to see what's going on with that totality because that's another one one of the things that I have been looking into and I've heard on – you know, places like Sirius, any type of podcast, you know, fantasy sports podcast or whatever, was what to do, you know, for players that maybe, you know, contracted it. Right. So they're not going to be on the field, uh, creating an IL spot or two that were specifically for the COVID, you know, nothing, you know, your guy braces and like he's off for the year. You got to cut him. Yeah, you can't but put if, them in
1: a COVID spot. You
0: can't put them in a COVID <laughs> yeah. spot. And I, I haven't, have not yet looked on my Yahoo, you know, league, you know, set up that, which I'm, I'm gonna end up doing when yeah, I get they, back.
1: They just started I'm, renewing right, like this week. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I'm gonna take a look into that, and I want to see, um, how they're, how they're do, how they're handling that. You know, is there a spot that specifically says, you know, uh, COVID nineteen or something IL? You know, to where you can bring them back, and then you drop whatever player that you picked up to replace him. But you know, it, your fantasy team should not be penalized specifically right. because they came down with this illness, right? Um, at least in the long, at least in large. Yeah, long
1: term. no, for real. Um, so, so there's got to be a game plan for that, especially if you talk to your commissioners now and start thinking about that ahead of time here. And be proactive thinking. Yeah, don't... be able to create some, like, injury reserve spots, even if it's just marked as injury reserve, and tell your knuckleheads that, like you were saying, these are dedicated COVID spots. Like, Russell Wilson's got it this week. He's going to be out for two weeks. So you put him in that IR spot, and and, all right, and you can protect him. So you're not cutting starting players to fill out a roster. I mean, that could be, you know, like, imagine having to cut a starting... You know, like, next thing you know, the guy's got, like, Todd yeah, uh, you know, like, all, you know, all these starting re- receivers, running backs, you know, because, <laughs> like, I caught him, and he, you know, like, no. He,
0: you know he, who's going to get fucked in this, in, in our league?
1: It's going to be fucking Jim Kanich. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Jim Cannon's curse will oh, live on Jim forever. And he's just like, no, you put the fucking curse <laughs> you, you put the fucking
0: curse. No, you did it to yourself because you're a negative Nancy. No, nah.
1: I don't know. I think we could go back at least three years and look, any guy that he's drafted in the last three years, <laughs> folks, if he's been on Angel Reserve, it's probably because Jim is drafted him. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> We As, should send out a list later this year after our draft well, of who
0: we picked. I mean, that, that comes all part of the doghouse package. Ooh. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to end up putting out the list of, you know, every every player that James T. Kaddich has, has put on his team.
1: Because <laughs> I want to make Humbers. sure that
0: everybody's covered. You make sure you get that handcuff right fucking now. <laughs> right, right now. You're not waiting two weeks down. The kiss That's of that. death. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So for today's podcast, we kind of just wanted to go through um we're going to go we're going to go position by position. Uh we're going to go through the top 10, you know, we're going to go through each set of 10s uh for players and kind of take a look and see uh um who Paul likes. You know, I'm the guy that you know, looks at this shit every fucking day, and Paul spends a lot of time, you know, uh, on this stuff. You know, especially the news. You know, team, team by team specifics and stuff like that. So, um, it's a di- it's a different outlook. It, it's kind of a different set of eyes looking at at these players. I mean, you know, I'm still ma- I'm working on the draft guide and stuff like that. I've got my own thing. But not everybody has to follow th- with what I believe in. So we're going to go step by step. We're going to go through quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. And then we'll take a look at a uh, couple of defenses and stuff like that. So quarterbacks, we'll go through top 20. We'll cover for Superflex and two quarterback leagues. And we'll look at anybody that... Uh, might fall outside the top 20 in quarterbacks, top 30 in running backs, and, uh, wide receivers, and see if we've got some sleepers that we really like. So let's go ahead and let's just start at let's start with our quarterbacks here. We're going one through ten. Uh, that's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. This is current NFFC from Sunday. Everybody that gets the ADP tracking sheet, you all have this. Uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan. Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, and Tom Brady at number ten. Is there anybody in there that specifically piques your interest that you might be willing to jump the gun on? Maybe in the, you know for the top you know what is it four or five guys that really kind of jump up? Yeah. In that seventh round, or um, you get into kind of the next five where they're kind of they're kind of set back into rounds eight, nine. Uh, stuff like
1: that. Well, the question is, like, those top three with Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and Murray, mm-hmm. is what are you going to dedicate your draft capital to get those guys? You know, like, like, for me, currently in our league that we share, I'm the number one overall pick. So I am, as much as I would love those guys, I am not using that as the number one overall. So is Lamar... Jackson going to come back to me at the second pick? And then I, I don't know. And, that, and, and, and uh, you know, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes and Murray, I love their schedules. I like what they, what, uh, the running quarterback, although, you know, right, the, the, the points that they can score. I, I, I'm not sure where I would, uh, you know, they're going to go early. And is it worth a roster spot early? To do that, I mean, you know, I well because a, I
0: mean, in, in a in a one quarterback league, you'd probably definitely be looking at if you were going to take them, it'd be round that two three turn, right? So you're looking at picks 24, 25, somewhere right in there. So the first question is, will they make will they make it back in? Let's let's specifically look at this league that we're in. Yes. Will one or both? make it back to your spot do you think or do you think somebody's going to jump the gun because i have a feeling somebody's going to jump the gun at least in the second round
1: yeah yeah lavar jackson's gone mahomes gone i you know i before it even gets back to me i think at that 24 spot i think murray would be there and i don't think as much stats as he could put up i don't know I can get. I think I can get the generic version of Murray with Dak Prescott like at round ten or twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I have faith in Mike McCarthy. So one of my quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, even though like this week's been some bad mojo news with the like the whole contract extension and signing the franchise. But well,
0: he said he he doesn't mind. He's fine with it. Yeah. He's like he's like you know what? I don't have the contract done. Fuck it. He's got a nice... I'm going to play
1: it. Yeah, he's got a nice prove-it thing. We know, as diehard Packer fans, we know that Mike McCarthy offense. Yep. And you think about their receiving core with Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and then uh, uh, Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. You know, they got their Jordy. They got their, like, Greg Jennings. And, you know, they got their Cobb. They've got them all. They got those guys, in, you know. So, Coach McCarthy's a great quarterback, quarterback coach. I can see Dak Prescott with that offensive line. And you know how McCarthy calls plays, so he'll get away from running a ball to Elliott like he shouldn't right. and start passing the ball. I can see some inflated numbers for Dak Prescott. So I can see me picking him later on That would be like my tar- of the top ten guys that I think would actually fall or you know, maybe get overlooked and overhyped, and nobody likes him because he's on Dallas. I think Dak Prescott actually, for fantasy purposes, would be a nice nice uh nice pickup uh, you know um i where he's being drafted was your average adp he's at six he's at, at
0: sixty one sixty one
1: overall i bet you that drops by the time we're in august no i don't know i don't you know. know if that drops um the
0: The reason be the reason being is because like Other you had said, are... right? This is all running quarterbacks in that t- in that five, yeah, six. Oh, I love Watson. Yeah. So, I mean, they're probably you know somebody's gonna try and find the next Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes out of those next uh, four guys, from Murray down to Watson. Now, two quarterback leagues and superflex. I like to wait. I'm a uh, I'm traditionally I'm depending upon where I'm drafting. It's back of the third, start of the fourth. I like to get that's when I like to get my first quarterback, and then I wait, and then I grab another position, and then try to get another guy uh, five six. That's just my thing, because quarterbacks for the most part, you know, you do get the running stats. That's that's a hell of a bump. Um but it's high risk. It's kinda of still high risk, high reward because you're taking that position and you're filling it and you're forgetting about basically you're forgetting about your running back or a wide or a top end wide receiver when you're drafting up that high. So that's why, you know, Scott Fishbowl, for instance, there was a bunch of guys saying, Ah, to Lamar Jackson, number one. You could have had fucking Christian McCaffrey right there. Yeah. And I am always been a Christian McCaffrey hater, but at that same point, he's getting the fucking volume. Volume PPR he's getting the PPR you know, with yeah. receiving, <clears throat> and yeah, you are getting those yards with Lamar Jackson with the rushing, and you're getting those touchdowns. But there's going to be some kind of a regression because you can't have the same fucking season two years in a row. It just doesn't happen. It very like it's super rare. Just, I mean, I'm talking, like, these huge years. You know, like, yeah, Mahomes yeah. having the 50-plus the yeah. starts, John's right? Or the so, girly year a couple years back. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm still, you know, two quarterbacks, super flex leagues. I'm still uh, very high end running backs, uh, top-end wide receivers, which we'll get to, you know, the Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, uh, guys like that. Um, now... So is there anybody in the bottom five we talked? I'm going to touch on Watson here in a second, but do you like uh, Matt Ryan? Do you like Josh Allen as the number eight? What's
1: his, 87? Is that like fifth? No, what round is that?
0: It's just outside the seventh, Uh, so it's right in the eighth round.
1: To me, that's a little high still. If you can get Allen a few more, I I don't trust that. I know he's got some new weapons and he runs. I mean, that's, uh, you know, there's another, like, poor man's, you know, Russell Wilson of sorts, you know, because of what he runs. And if you build your roster, like, you're going running back, receiver heavy early, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, Allen's a nice piece there, like, late, you know, if he can fall and grab him like that, I think. See, as far as I'm concerned
0: with Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, um, Carson Wentz, I'm a little higher on uh, Tom Brady. So let's just say Ryan, Allen, and Brady because I'm a little higher on Wentz, so I would say ninth round. If you're telling me that Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady, let's say they all start falling into, like, say, the tenth round, right? Double digit rounds. That's when I would start gravitating towards that. Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. Now, I,
1: none of those guys,
0: you know. I'm still, the
1: jury for me is
0: still out on Russell Wilson. I love We love Russell Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. Wisconsin boy. Um, but I still think Russell Wilson is a little bit too high just because everybody still thinks that he's the fucking running yeah, quarterback, and, he and hasn't, he's not. And he hasn't been. Yeah. Deshaun Watson doesn't run all that much, but he runs near the goal line. He'll take the goal line snatches, right? Yeah. I kind of like him.
1: Isn't his schedule brutal? The schedule, like Watson's schedule, like for matchups. you know, like I, I thought that I don't know if it was the first half or playoffs. I remember, uh, I remember looking at that, like Watson's schedule. And you know, he's one of those players though. Like schedule might not mean nothing. I think I think you know I
0: mean, but like I think he's one of those guys that can overseed. His schedule. Um, because you know he's going to have to throw against the Chiefs because of Houston's defense. the Houston's defense is not going to be good at all.
1: Oh, so he might have a slow start. And then uh, look at that finish.
0: I think, here's the thing. though. He can do it against the Chiefs. Ravens, he can supersede the Ravens. Steelers, uh, I'm a little leery of. Vikings, that secondary is terrible. Jaguars all day. Titans all day with the Titans. Don't you say it. Packers, he'll do his thing. Don't you? He'll, he'll be okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, By week week eight, Jaguars fine. Ooh, Brown. Browns, I still think their defense is is going to be a little bit better, but it's still not a defense that I'm really scared of. Patriots, that's going to be the bad week. But I mean, Lions. I'm a little bit higher on with the Lions, but he can beat them. And we'll probably know a lot more of there. Colts, he can do it against. Bears, he can beat Colts again. And then Bengals in Week 16. Mm-hmm. So, as long as that offensive line holds up, I, I'm really it's it's the it's kind of right here. It's these, It's Week Two and Week Three. That I have to really kind of worry about. Other than that, the rest of the season is pretty rocking, man. I don't, I don't think his season's all. I don't think his season's going to be all that bad. And I don't, and he's not getting talked up a lot. And I don't know why. I mean, there's a little bit of chatter out there that you can pick up. Like, for as much as I listen to fucking serious, of course, I'm going to hear it every day. So, right. but I mean, I like, I like Watson. I would actually put Watson above Wilson. I would probably put Wilson actually behind Matt Ryan because you know Matt Ryan's got to throw too. Yeah, he has to. He can't. He
1: can't move.
0: He's like Brady. Yeah, and Wentz is Wentz is going to be right about with Matt Ryan, I think too. Uh, and Wentz
1: can't do it with the weapons that they gave him. That's know. the thing. Jiminy, I would Jimmy Cricket. If huh? I'm
0: look if I'm looking at Philly as far as the passing game goes, I'd rather fucking have Wentz than any piece. Of that passing offense, yeah. To be completely honest, Now, I can trust Hurts and I can trust Goddard because they run the two tight end system. But as far as anybody else, the wide receivers, I don't want to try and figure that shit out. There's too many parts, moving parts in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, it's gonna be hit or you know, you'd be gambling. You're rolling the dice and hoping you hit bingo. You know. Right. <laughs> so are you on Tom Brady?
0: No. To, let's finish that out. No. Nah, and I'm not either.
1: I, I think it's the most overhyped. Uh, yeah, he's got weapons. La, la, la. I Bruce Arians. I don't know. I, I, my, my spider senses are telling me no.
0: Especially with how many people are on that.
1: Yeah. You like, know, for whatever reason. Yeah, like, uh, I've always been on the fence with Brady. I think it's pretty cool that he's won all his championships. I love the story. Being a knucklehead, I remember the, watching the game where uh, 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 Drew Bledsoe got knocked the f out right. on the sideline, and then he came in. You know, so I remember like not date myself how old I am. You know, <laughs> I remember the whole his whole story is freaking awesome. You know, and yeah, I want to see him keep playing. I with I don't believe in him, especially without having a practice, a training camp, and all that. I I no. I'm just saying, no. I'd rather stay away. But with that being said, if he falls down at the right price, I'll take him. Right. <laughs> right. You, know what I mean? you know, I mean, he keeps dropping. Like, if everybody else is thinking the same way I am, and then, you know, here he is, like, a couple of years back, I got Cam Newton, uh, which happened to be an MVP year he goes to the Super Bowl. I got him in, like, the 14th round because nobody wanted to touch him. Right. You know what I mean? And so, if, if – People shy off of Brady and he drops that far. I mean, there's a point where it's worth it. Well, and I you mean, that, that's mean? the thing because most of the drafts, most drafts are
0: 16 mm-hmm. for the one quarterback ones.
1: They're 16, 17, you know, normal. Well, two quarterbacks for bench. sure I've been taking a chance on them. Sure. You know, just but for I mean, Evans alone, you know. Yeah. I mean, the
0: really the only guy in the passing game that I can see that's going to have any sort of a decent year, and I'm not high, on, and I'm not as high on him. Is is Godwin? But just because he's slot, it just makes sense because it's going to be the shorter passing routes. Yep,
1: yep. yep. Um, he's a bit, uh, blitz beater. you know, yeah. like you know, and just the matchup. Usually, he's on a linebacker or a, a nickel corner. That's usually a third string guy. And I mean, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to Gronk when we do tight ends. But
0: I mean, you're still talking. Talking a system that's trying to fit in tight end as I mean, a weapon, and it's not a weapon that Bruce Arians has never used. had a tight end, never,
1: never. It's more of a gimmick play yeah. with Bruce Arians' offense. Like they'll they'll be. 3-4 wide, all game long, and all of a sudden, like, a critical third down and whatever, and all right. of a sudden, the tight end, boom! 60. And you know who it'll
0: be? <laughs> it'll be Austin O'Claire. It'll, it'll be, right? It'll be some it'll be a guy, guy like Tom Crabtree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Out of the blue. You yeah. know? All right. So, uh, one but, sleeper guy. Uh, 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 oh, oh uh, uh, my
0: bad, my we're bad. We're going to go through quarterbacks 11 through 20 here Oh, my bad. Because we have to. Mm-hmm. All right. So quarterbacks 11 through 20. This is overall picks 100. This is kind of a 100 through 149, so this is really getting into the double-digit rounds. Uh, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Joe Burrow, the rookie for Cincinnati, Ryan Tannehill, and Cam Newton, who... If anybody remembers the podcast when Cam Newton came back, I said he was going to be right about where Tannehill and Drew Locke mm-hmm. were going to be you in did. a couple of weeks. You did. You did. And there he is. That's, that's Not great. to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to fucking go ahead and pat myself on the back. Let's do it. So, in this range, is there any quarterbacks that really interest you as far as you think they're going to have you know bounce-back seasons... Uh, decent stats, especially for a low end price like that in a draft.
1: Um, obviously Drew Brees. Drew Brees is, uh, you know, what what Drew Brees is, Brees is to me is like a uh, your uh, your middleman guy. You know, you get a piece of that New Orleans offense, so you get a piece of that Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Any you know, uh, uh, it would be Emmanuel Sanders now. Um, You know, uh, uh, Latavius Murray, you know, Mm -hmm. you will get a piece of that offense. So, at least, like most of the time, all the teams you play have somebody on the Saints. So, if you get Breeze, you're at least stealing points back in terms of a fantasy strategy. Uh, That's how I kind of look at it. So, Breeze, I'm all right. Matthew Stafford, maybe. Uh, They're doing more of a running game. I don't know. I, I like Daniel Jones because I think they're going to be playing from behind a lot, and he's got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Baker Mayfield, man, last year was tough, and you know what? Uh, it's so, but he
0: was really well liked last year, like as the guy, right? Everybody
1: was on the wagon. Uh, you know, he, 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 he it was like you got to get make got to get Mayfield. You know, he was going so high, and then I had him in a couple leagues, and man, did he lay an egg. And you know what? People are probably going to stay away from him this year because of that. And he might be worth it.
0: Unless they (laughs) listen to the channel because there's (laughs) so many more people now back on Baker Mayfield. And here's the thing. Oh, man. Here's the thing because they're like, he's a post hype sleeper, right? He tanked Mm. the year that everybody pumped him up. So now you're going to get him, you know, in this new offense and all that. And I'm fucking worried about it again. Like I really want to like Baker Mayfield, right? Because he's got he's got all the weapons. I love the offense. I love the fact that they rebuilt that offensive line.
1: Yeah, definitely love and that offense. Like, that play action, like that zone scheme. Sorry, but yeah, you yeah, know, you know, right? I, yeah. I love that offense. Like, but but it's like I
0: said, it's everybody's back on him again. And I'm trying to I'm trying to determine because I like Baker Mayfield too, especially if I'm gonna get if I'm able to get him super late. Uh, two quarterback, two quarterback leagues, super flex. Love him as a second quarterback. Hell Still, yeah. no Hell matter yeah. what, Get I'll take that. the shot on it. But it's in the one quarterback league. If I want to take him as say a backup right out of the year, right? Because he's got the week nine bye. I like to have a, I like to have the quarterback with the week with a late bye, too. Oh. So it's like, is he going to be good enough, or is he going to fucking shit the bed again? And that's what I gotta kind of determine. What I gotta try and figure out.
1: Is this gonna be like his third offense in this? Third? Don't know. It's no. Well, be, you know, because
0: because kitchens kitchens was his offensive coordinator his rookie year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. took over. So this is second. Offense. But then they but then they tried to revamp. They kind of tried to revamp that offense and make it. And they made it a little bit too complicated for him. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it was like, uh, why didn't you just fucking leave it the same? Throw the football. But now, <laughs> but now he's going to come in, you know, here and yeah, he's going to have to learn a new offense with uh, uh, uh Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt. But Van Pelt is a
1: very, very, very good, good guy. Good, he's uh, a quarterback he's a quarterback guy. Quarterback quarterback.
0: guy. Yep. So, that's what has me saying I'm probably still going to like Baker Mayfield even in one quarterback leagues,
1: and this guy right here is a pretty damn good mentor, Case Keenum. Okay. he knows, is, that, offense. Yeah, he he knows gets, that offense. He knows that offense. That's when know, he
0: had the good year in, in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, uh, you know. And what else is healthy? Is that Nick Chubb, Kevin Hunt? You know, uh, any any good Kareem Hunt? I what did I say? Kelvin Hunt. Oh, man. <laughs> It's okay. It's a hunt. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's <laughs> You know? It's such a hunt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, quarterback's best friend in running game is what I was getting at. And if they can, uh, you know, establish that run and build, build, get some baby steps going, get him some momentum, mm-hmm. He'll, psh,
0: he should blow up, but I don't know. Think Roethlisberger's going to be back?
1: You know, I i think he from all the stories and things that i've read and i got a, a quite a few uh pittsburgh steeler fans that are good friends uh they've been posting some stuff about how hungry the guy is about coming back off that injury like something to prove like yeah. uh, like a like a refresher for him you know you know and and stuff like that for a guy late in his career that's awesome to have fuel i'm you know he's got some good weapons around him. They have a solid defense. You know, like there's some. And you know that, and that's the thing. You know, they I, have the awesome
0: yeah. defense. They have, you know, I like James Conner. Yeah, they got some. And fun. they re, and they do rely on, on the running game, but that still is all on Ben Roethlisberger's shoulders too. Yeah, and he gets the free pass, and that's why I kind of like, and that's why I kind of like Roethlisberger because he's coming back. I think a lot of people have forgotten about him. Uh, if he's, he's fully recovered from up, that, yeah. Yeah, if he's fully recovered from that injury, I kind of like him. But then you got Jared Goff who you know completely shits the bad. At the end of last year, fuck
1: me in my playoffs. Fuck me in the whole season. That's why I'm wearing a license plate (laughs) fantasy football loser, last place. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Goff. I don't want to talk about him. matter of fact, you can move him from your 23rd spot all the way down to 70.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is talk, talk, though. Here's the thing. With Jared Goff, right? Because defense isn't all that great. Mm. So they're gonna ha- they're gonna be throwing you know, probably throwing a little Be behind a lot more and be behind. Plus, if there's no fans in the stands, he can hear everything, right? He's an idiot. He can't call the plays himself. He gets he gets all the plays from the coach. He's told what to do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now he can hear all this. So now is that worth it?
1: You are not going to sell me on Jared Goff okay. right. I am uh I right. am uh, mad at him. Maybe it's just personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at him right now.
0: No. <laughs> um just uh let's kind to of go back here just real quick? Uh Breeze were okay with. I think Rodgers were okay with. It based on their draft positions. Yeah. Uh Stafford I'm okay with. I st- I Love Galladay. He, he's got his all of his receivers, yeah. and that's what I love about him. And maybe a running game. Yep, uh, Daniel Jones. I, I, like I would him. I would more look at Matthew Stafford because it's the passing game that I have a better feeling on than the running backs in that running game. Uh, like this is like what we deal with every year, right? Mm-hmm. So, them Daniel Jones. Um, I like. I don't think you have to reach on him. As much, although somebody's probably going to reach on him.
1: Yeah.
0: Honor. Now, you get below Jared Goff, so we come back, go j- below Jared Goff. Joe Burrow.
1: I don't know yet. I want to believe in him. I like the upside. I love what I saw in LSU. The problem is, for me, just as an old football coach, uh, you got no preseason. You got no training camp. You, you got. He's learning, he's got to get familiar with his receivers. I think if you do Joe Burrow, maybe in a two-quarterback league, and you hope that he blooms towards the end of the season.
0: I think, uh, you know I what think I mean? as your third quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Like, you if know you're what doing a yeah. two-quarterback or super flex and you have the third quarterback, I think you take him as the third quarterback and you just watch him.
1: Yeah, yeah, you let him grow on that bench. or you know, like It's great, obviously, dynasty, but that's yeah. that, without being said. But, like, ah, uh, I couldn't rely on him. Cam Newton... Is interesting. Um, what
0: you'd rather look at Cam Newton rather than Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Okay, fair enough. I kind of still like Ryan Tannehill. Two quarterback league. Um, two quarterback league. I mean, you can pretty much use anybody, but Cam Newton.
1: He's got something to prove. He's been hungry. People are doubting him. He took it like no money to go to uh, New England. Well, no one really had an opening, but the only obvious opening look, was New England.
0: Look, I'm not judging, but, but but Cam Newton's like Aerosmith, man. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> In his postcard. <laughs> dude, post- like uh, uh, dude
1: looks like a lady. Dude looks like a
0: lady. And I mean, that's fine. If he wants to look like that, that's absolutely fine. But all I'm saying is, you got rid of Aunt Jemima, but you got the Aunt jemima looking motherfucker right there.
1: <laughs> what I, I guess I uh, I guess more what I'm I I'm, I like the idea or the concepts of McDaniel's with Cam Newton. Sure, In that offense, his you know picking his brain and running these like option like speed option runs, the quarterback out and and what McDaniel's does. Is always finds the talent that he has on the team and find a way to create offense with it, you know. If it's clearing out stuff, mm-hmm. uh, if it's clearing out a let's say the right side of the field, like three receivers run a slant and have little Gronk run a five yard out and then it's wide open, like like well, you know, just so you know, like yeah. I like that idea, but the guy right below him is. I think that's the... Drew Locke? Drew Locke. I think... Right. i I I'd rather spend some money on him. Okay.
0: Is there anybody else, uh, any type of sleeper quarterback that you're looking in? This is going to be specifically more for two-quarterback. Because I have some love for Gardner Minshew in there.
1: Um...
0: Because <sighs> I think they're going to let him go ahead and just play the whole season and they're going to play from behind. That's the only reason. <clears throat>
1: Um, no, none of those guys. Nobody
0: really floats your boat.
1: No, nothing like it. You know, Herbert's an interesting kid. Yeah, I, would, I would think, uh, you know, if it, you're trying to get steady numbers, I think, like, Derek Carr, in that, and I know no one likes Derek Carr, but, like, look at the offense and what he's got, and it's going to be, what, year two? Right. They're only going to be stronger, and look at the guys he's throwing to. Yep. You know, like if you need some steady, like a like a cap number, it's always going to hit that average. I think Derek mm-hmm. Carr would be a nice number two, especially with 2 quarterback. If, okay, if you're going to wait, Leighton.
0: Yeah. Outside of Joe Burrow, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to look at Tua or Herbert at all. I just go ahead and just pass on that. I I do not give a shit. I know there's a couple people that are Dolphins fans that listen to this, and I do not give a shit about Tua. Please, for the love of God, leave me the fuck alone on it. <laughs> if you want to draft him in Dynasty, go ahead and draft him in Dynasty or Keeper Leagues. I don't give a shit. But, outside of that, redraft? No. Do not take that shot. Don't take that shot at all.
1: I would not think Herbert... Because uh Chargers are going to be last. Shut the fuck up. Well, I was just saying. Between him and Tyrod, you really want to fuck around with that? No. Okay. No, I don't. But I'm just saying, Herbert's going to start. They're going to be losing every game. <laughs> you
0: know? Like, I guess. No. I don't know. I don't know. You're silly. All right. So let's go ahead and let's just get into the running backs here. Uh, top ten. All right, let's bang it out. Let's bang this one. This should be pretty easy. Uh, we got CMC at number one, that followed by Barkley, Zeke, Camara, Cooks, uh, Derrick Henry, Joe uh, newly signed All extension, right.
1: yeah. Derrick
0: Henry, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, and Green Bay Zone Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I think we're I think we're pretty safe with CMC, Barkley, and Elliott. In that order. Yes. Uh, That's actually specifically the order that I like them this year. Um, You can make an argument for Barkley over McCaffrey. If you think that he's going to have a major regression this year, that's on you. I'm still going to leave CMC at number one. I think it's just he's... You look at his backups, he's got nobody the fuck behind him again. And they wanted to try and get... uh, Rest him and switching guys, and it was like you didn't even fucking do anything. So this is this is clearly Christian McCaffrey's uh, team again for Carolina. Um, but once you get past Zeke, you know I think it gets kind of sketchy, and you can kind of oh, you yeah. can kind of flip guys in there. So in your heart of hearts, for right now, who do you think follow? Who, who do you think should be behind Zeke?
1: Oh, uh, it would be Delvin Cook.
0: Okay. Derrick Henry. Now, as far as Delvin Cook, you think he comes before training camp?
1: Oh, I'm not. To be honest, I'm not really worried about his uh, contract and all that stuff. You know, I... I, Dude, dude's for real. He's electric, you know, and that's what they need right now Mm -hmm. because their defense is going to be rough. But they need Delvin Cook. In camp or are, even if they don't sign him, like if you're getting him week five, that whole playoff stretch, you're gonna have Delvin Cook. He's a PPR machine. He's a yard getter eater. You know, um, Kirk Cousins loves to dump the football to him when he panics. When he panics a lot, yeah. and so I, I'm on Delvin Cook. I don't. I, that doesn't bother me the contract thing.
0: But what what what's the key though for Delvin Cook?
1: Staying healthy. What's the key for Dellen Cook? Uh,
0: his handcuff.
1: Oh, well Madison. You there, want? There, I, yeah, I, yeah, he's yeah, a guy yeah, that, yeah. that
0: you're going to want to have his handcuff, and you're going to want to pay. You you'll want to pay a little bit more to get uh, Alexander Madison.
1: That point is very good. I didn't think about that point. I. I'm just saying I would have Delvin Cook ahead of Elvi Kamara. But then knowing... Let's see. Where's Madison going? Do we know?
0: Uh, da, 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 da. I can get it for you. He is... Holy cow. RB He's a high. Th- He's yeah.
1: RB36. He's like right by Darius Juice. Juice. The juice the and the Marlon Mack, you know, uh, yeah, that's pretty high. So you're gonna have to spend some draft capital to protect your investment in Dalvin Cook. So there's that gamble of taking him early on there, I, you, you know. know and, and
0: this could all get figured out by any time that we have our actual like home league drafts stuff like that. Um, but you're still gonna want to pay up for them. I here's here's what I'm saying: be willing. To spend that seventh-round pick on Madison right now. And watch your draft, and if it comes to the sixth round and you're getting real low on running backs, like they're just going and going and going, you need to get them in that sixth round. You want to handcuff that situation. You cannot wait on that. And And it'll be worth it in the end.
1: Oh, yeah. I had them all last year. Madison had, I had Madison on every team I had last year. It didn't pan out, but. Right. Uh, we saw what he could do. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not trying to throw Alvin Kamara under the bus, but I did have him last year. <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, following what he was doing, like, he was kind of limited in his role, and they wasn't working him as, like, a true workhorse. They were playing games with their quarterback. Uh, um, What's his favorite? The quarterback. uh, Uh, Drew Brees? Not Drew Brees. Oh, Taysom. Taysom. They're playing games with Taysom. Uh, But they have Latavius Murray now. They're feeding more, especially when it's more serious runtime. You know, so like Camaro was kind of more, to me, a little bit of an afterthought. He was a nice PPR guy. Don't get me wrong. He's, you know. But for him to be four overall, to me, that's a little rich. Now, um, not me personally. Now the counter
0: argument to this would be that he was injured last year and he was playing through the injury. So did that play more of a part in why Latavius Murray was getting a bunch of you know a bunch of uh Extra touches carry, extra touches, carries yeah. and stuff. They work in Taysom Hill in because they had Teddy Bridgewater in there for early part of the year because of the Drew Brees thumb injury. Oh, I, like, I like what you're
1: thinking there. All so, right, yeah. I did that.
0: <laughs> See, we, I can't really 100% focus on just because of the Kamara injury. I think it had a lot to do with not only the Kamara injury, but then you had the Drew Brees, Brees injury, injury, which compounded into there, Great and point. they had to do it.
1: Great point. Yeah.
0: So, I'm still kind of... I like, I like Delvin Cook. I've said, I, I've said it all the way through when I was going through the divisions and stuff. I think you, you can make a case for any of the next four guys huh? being at number four. And that would be Kamara, Cook, Henry, and Mixon. You can make your own case to flip them, however you feel about
1: them. It's funny. I, I'm looking at it and, I, I'm, and I'm like doing exactly what right you're doing. Yeah, I can, <laughs> make, yeah I can make a case for him. Henry. Henry, oh my goodness. Yeah, you know,
0: like. Yeah. I know a lot of people make the fucking thing about him not getting a lot of receptions, right? And it makes sense. Big in Henry. full In full point PPRs. Yeah. But here's what I'm telling you about Derrick Henry. And I, I think you'll agree with this too. He's the focal point of the offense. Mm-hmm. He's the workhorse. I know they drafted the rookie, Darrington Evans, and he's going to be the backup. You love Darien and yes. Darrington Evans. But I still look at Henry at Derrick Henry being a 20 touch guy. I look at that as that is safety at a position that is really fucking teetering on, we don't know what, you know, some of these guys are just like, they get hit, or they're going to fucking flop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have no problem, if you're comfortable just taking Derrick Henry, just based on the touches, the safety of the position itself, that's why I would say you can draft him as the fourth running back off the board. Or, you know, let him go. It's fine. But... This whole notion, just because he doesn't get a lot of receptions, I fuck that. His offensive line is still really good, and I know, I know, uh,
1: Conklin went to the Browns. Yep, they had that Kelly kid, yeah, which was a pretty solid guy who was like a swing tackle who could probably start for any other team. Uh, 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 uh yeah, Dennis Kelly could have probably started for any other team, and it was like just swing tackle. Yeah. Um, the other point, to your point, was you're going to get 20 carries a game, right? You yeah. know, at least, you could probably say, at least four of them are probably going to be goal line. So he's going to have at least four opportunities every game to score a touchdown because he's going to have a goal line situation where he's going to carry the ball. You know, right. so, so that will overlook or over, you know, any any receptions that you're well, lacking, you're going to get touchdowns out of Henry. Who, do you, who else are they going to like pull? Uh, Lewis out of uh, you know like out of nowhere and run yeah. him, and he's not even on a team anymore. You know.
0: Well, that's the thing, and I mean, Nate Davis is. I have him listed at right guard, but uh, the whole Dennis Kelly thing. I think he can play guard. Uh, Tyson Browell can actually play guard too in there. Um Isaiah Wilson, they could switch him over and then leave Kelly on the outside as well, but I think they drafted Wilson to start be that, to be that right tackle:
1: yep. you know so. I could see them putting Kelly in, you know like uh, putting Kelly in at that guard spot to start because sure. you're, you're going to do your top five.
0: Sure it's gonna be and, a lot of, it's going to be then, a lot easier progression for him.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, but that guy could play all the positions, and that's, that's pretty much why they said see you, Conklin. We don't need to pay. We got this guy who can do just as close to what you can do without the money.
0: So, like I said, then you got got Joe Mixon in there. I like Joe Mixon. Uh, He's another thing with Dalvin Cook. Um, I think Mixon has a better chance of getting re-signed here before training camp. Because, I mean, you look at Cincinnati, they've got a ton of fucking cap space. That's why I don't know why they were waiting so long, but we've talked about it with the Derrick Henry signing that, you know, specifically with Aaron Jones, because we're Packer fans, that that helps that set helps the market yep. for some of these, running ba- these other running backs. So, you're probably not looking at players getting that Christian McCaffrey, uh, Zeke Elliott type money. You're looking at them getting more the... Uh, uh Derrick Henry Right Derek is, is Henry Joe
1: Mixon right? worth more than Derrick Henry? Right. And, yeah, and, and Cincinnati I, can I, completely
0: I, make the case now like, like oh, look like we understand you you're good take a lot of Pass you know you, you get a lot of receptions you know you're reliable and stuff like that. And that might be more of where they set it up as more of an incentive laden deal. Be like, "Okay, you want to you want to earn 15 million a year? Here's your parameters that you got to hit." On there, we'll guarantee you up to that twelve and a half. Now you got to earn that other two and a half per uh, li- year.
1: Um, but listening to your podcast on uh, when you're breaking down Cincinnati, you made me kind of fall in love with Joe Mixon, like with the breakdown. Their offensive line is going to be better. Cause it, it, that's the biggest issue they've had the last few years. They had what the first round pick get hurt in training camp, didn't even get a chance to play. Oh, and yeah. then they went through like a series of bad injuries, and they got like backup on top backup playing. Like it wasn't even fair for the quarter, like for Andy Dalton. They, they had no. I mean, that Oof. offense was bad, in, and John, because Jonah, it was all from Jonah Williams is good. He we wanted him in Green Bay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do they got now? Like, oh yeah. So well, I'll see, know, Billy you know, Price was a solid kid out of Ohio. Yeah. You know? I
0: think Billy Price was a lot better than what PFF rated him um, in there. I think he he did well at guard. I'd like to see him get back at his natural uh, center position, though. Um, but I don't I don't see that happening. But I mean, you got Xavier Suofilo, uh Bobby Hart is kind of a train wreck, but that's why he's kind of more at right tackle. Where Burrow's going to be able to see him, rather than say left tackled so he's going to deal with a lot, a lot worse pass rushers on that side than he is on that side, which is where you wanted Jonah end in the first place. So, but where's the uh, guy Higgins? Higgins <laughs> T Higgins T Higgins Oh yeah, he's up here.
1: Oh there he Oh my bad T Higgins T Higgins Tyler Boyd AJ Green, those top three, you know, they're gonna draw coverage. Mm-hmm. And so if they can get the coverage out of it and then get those healthy boxes for Joe Mixon and mm-hmm. bam I, I saw, know they're I, not they're not going listen be able, to your podcast. They're not, and gonna you gonna be sit, it. they're not gonna be able to sit
0: in that box <laughs> That's 100% right. of
1: the time. Listen to the knowledge. So. D is <laughs> dropping knowledge. The <laughs> roy dog dropping knowledge. Um You're drunk as fuck. No, I am not. <laughs> Not uh, yet, yeah, anyway. So,
0: think Miles Sanders is going to get the bulk of them carries, or you think he's going to get fucked? Oh, man, because I think he deserves it. Man. I think he deserve he deserves to be the workhorse in that in that offense.
1: I was all in on him last year, and I was hoping he'd hit. And, and
0: he looked he, good late in the year. Yeah,
1: and it was too late for me, unfortunately, for yeah. fantasy wise. But uh, he has the he has this the, that that cut, they cut and go. And yeah. the thing is, Doug Peterson loves to play games with his offense. So he's doing tight ends, then he's like tree receivers, and then he's throwing like Clement in there out of nowhere. Like he's right. always rotating offensive personnel and attacking defenses. So he doesn't always commit to one guy. And he's been doing that for a few years. The thing is, Miles Sanders, towards the end of the season, May have convinced him otherwise, so it's it's. I'm, I'm like I think it's a, I think it's a gamble. I think it's rolling like, depending on where Miles Sanders falls for you, mm-hmm. like if he drops a little bit, boom. But it, like taking him early, I'm not I'm not only not taking him early. It's right, a, a little bit of gamble. But if he falls a little bit and gives you that little more draft capital value, right? I think that's an ideal guy that can. Can blow the top off. Uh, the only problem is, is the head coach is playing. Uh, he's a great guy. No, I'm, I'm not like throwing yeah. him on but the, you know, like they. I mean, look at all the offensive weapons they got. They got a lot of. They got a lot of buffet choices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do, you know. They got a lot of things going on in that offense. The
0: only, the only thing here's here's the thing that makes me really believe that Miles Sanders might be that workhorse back, and that's because. Really when you look at the running The running backs as a whole Now this is all determined Or this is all predicated that They do not go get Devontae Freeman right This has been a rumor uh, okay. For the last couple of weeks last month That they were looking into him So We right. get into late August And you have Miles Sanders You have Boston Scott, Corey Clement And Elijah Holyfield
1: I want Holyfield Yeah
0: <laughs> Clement, Clement at one point was more of a goal line guy. Yeah. Okay. Um Boston Scott strictly back. third down, third down back. He cannot he cannot carry that ball worth shit. Um Elijah Holyfield is more of he's a little he's kind of a chubby guy, but he's a pass catcher. So it really leaves Miles Sanders and Corey Clement as being the guys that can really tow the rock.
1: Um, Michael Warren is that the kid that was on the Raiders that got it hurt? You know, no, no, it's not that Warren. No, okay.
0: This this Michael Warren is the un- undrafted free agent out of Cincinnati. This
1: okay, the rookie kid. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Um, and then Adrian Killens, who is nothing. Out of uh, Central Florida, he's. I took a camp body. Him. I took yeah, Camp body. That's
1: all it is. So you're right, though. The depth there, you know, like Corey Clement ain't gonna take over Miles Sanders. Boston Scott is a nice filling piece. He's like, there you go. You got the Joe Mixon, and you got the Gio Bernard, you right? Know, you know, yeah. So it's kind of yeah, because it, Howard's gone. So there's no, you know, that, there's no playing games. You're, you're right. He, this could be the year for Sanders. It could be. Yeah, could be. Could, could like, be the year for Sanders.
0: It. I like. It. Uh, Aaron Jones. Do you like him as running back ten? That's. <clears throat> oh, actually, no. Let's let's not do Aaron Jones yet. Let's do Kenny on Drake. I like him in the offense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but is he going to get fucked by Kyler Murray? And the head coach in general, who's going to want to throw it? <clears throat>
1: see that where he's going I don't know if he's worth that uh, cuz
0: it's 10th overall he's the ninth running back off the board
1: but that potential what it is is with that offense because it's you know it's that runish uh, I would say it's wide open run and shoot right, right. well for air old air sc-
0: raid whatever the fuck yeah
1: like old school run and shoot Houston you know <laughs> Houston Oilers uh so you're going to get you're going to get these awesome Awesome run looks because they're going to have dime nickel packages trying to cover all these receivers, sure. And so, you're going to get like seven guys in a box, they're going to have very friendly run looks, and that's why he had so much success. Even that Edmonds kid, uh, Chase, yeah, you know, when he was hell, you know, oh, yeah, you know. he had
0: that nice little two week run.
1: Yeah, it was uh, if you were watching the games, it was these mats they had like. 10 receivers on the freaking field that had like 3D linemen Is like, you gotta run the ball. I mean, you gotta be, you know, like, um, so, it's gonna be a nice friendly balance uh, attacking defenses with the, the, the passing look and you're gonna get run friendly looks uh, in the box. Sure. And, you know, uh, but can you rely on that?
0: That's, that's the thing. Cool. I- yeah. All right. Yeah, we got Coltrane right in the middle. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's more. I think he's riskier than uh, Miles Sanders, in all honesty. And I, I, I love Ken Andre. Yeah, I, it's a cool I've story. I have yeah. had a thing about him since, since his rookie year. days,
1: right? Yeah, I love that guy.
0: Kid is, he, without a question, he's talented as hell. But, I mean. You don't know, know man. I liked it. I like taking a shot on him when it was late third, early fourth, rather than in the first round.
1: Uh, the thing to look at, Drake. How about his schedule? How does that look for playoffs? How does that look? You know what I mean for the sure. stretch run. That would be the the question for me. Is he worth taking early if he's got a healthy playoff schedule? You know what I mean. Well, let's take a look. You want to? Let's
0: take a look. Let's just go through it all. Okay. Uh, so week one against the Niners,
1: that's good. Easy. Get that shit out of the way, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Redskins, I think you'd be all right. Yeah. Uh, Lions, okay. Eh. Panthers, yep. We love anybody against the Panthers, and it's gonna fall suit again this year. Jets, not so much. Cowboys. Uh, I talked. I talked about this uh, with the Cowboys with. Um, uh, give me a second, I gotta look this shit up, because I talked about this on the NFC East podcast. Uh anywhere that Gerald
1: McCoy has mm, gone, mm-hmm.
0: the defense has gotten worse in the in the in the rushing defense. And it's gone every single fucking year since his rookie year. So <clears throat> that's why I think this is probably gonna be a, a good place to attack uh with running backs.
1: And McCoy picks a side because he wants pass rush instead of run defense. Right.
0: So, uh, then you got Seahawks. They're not all that great. Bye week. Dolphins. Love it. Bills. Maybe. Eh. You got to see the defense. I kind of like the defense, too. But yeah. And then you get at Seahawks. No fans in the stands. Be all right there. Patriots. Mm. No. So, here's your stretch run from week 12 on. Patriots. Playoff run, right? Patriots. Ouch. No. Sh- Rams, okay. I still don't like running backs. I still don't like running back. We do like running backs in the passing game against the Rams, but it's hard to really rely on that. Uh, Giants, it's kind of the same thing. It's actually, the Giants were actually better against the rush than the Rams. But they're a little worse against the running back in the passing game. Eagles in week 15. And then Niners in week 16.
1: So... Kenyon Drake, mm, mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. I yeah. I hope he. Yeah, I don't like that. I that would drop me. Yeah, that drops him a little. (laughs) That I don't even know if
0: I even look at him in the second. In the second. No. If Uh, he fell in there,
1: he drops down. uh, I'd rather take Josh Jacobs. So
0: I think I think we just uh, let's just go Kenyon Drake. No. Don't draft him. No. Undraftable. This would this would be like what I said two years ago with David Johnson. Don't fucking touch him, mm-hmm.
1: man. And it's uh, it, it's right. It's killing me because he's such a good guy. So, you know, like he's got the,
0: uh, I'll take a shot on him in DFS. Man. I'm not going to fucking touch him in seasonal.
1: No, seasonal, Sorry. Cheers, Kenny. And, and guess what?
0: <laughs> I talked to Randy last weekend. He said he likes that. He likes that I talk seasonal versus DFS. <laughs> telling you right now,
1: big web, Randy, Randy
0: <laughs> Kenny, Andre. We're playing him in DFS. We're not using him in seasonal. Don't do it. All right, so RB10, now we get to Aaron Jones. Do you like him, or are you a little bit worried about him because of A.J. Dillon's presence there, um, which would kind of steer you away a little bit because of the price, not because of the talent? Um,
1: What steers me away a little bit is I don't think he's going to repeat what he did last year. There's no way. Not with the touchdown. Not with the touchdown. So, so you know you're going to get a little less than that, you know. And his, his stats are okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you're going to throw in like a Dillon D- to probably take some of them, definitely take the goal line carries away. I would look at uh, him as more of a PPR guy. hmm Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, Yeah. 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 Agree. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I would look at him more as, if you're in PPR leagues, you're going to be all over that because he's going to be your nice flex, your swing, number two, you know, but he's being drafted as he's being drafted as a number one. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you're pretty, if you're, maybe if you're doing like, uh, but, no, I, I, it's hard to take him round one unless it depends <laughs> on your draft position, I guess. If you're 12,
0: I think it depends I think it depends on where you're at now if you're in tw- if you're
1: pick 12 12 13 turn kind if of you're 12
0: 13 turn and you could take Aaron Jones and then there was another stable guy there like say Josh Jacobs for instance yeah uh, um, then I would then I would probably say, okay I could take a shot on it because you know in the contract here they're gonna, they're going to use him. There's no way. He's too They're tal- going to sign him, okay? They're going <laughs> to sign him. <laughs> he's, yeah. too, he's, he's-, too talent- he's too talented to not have as the actual starter. Um, A.J. Dillon is going to be the starter next year if they don't do anything with Aaron Jones' contract, and that's still up in the air. But <clears throat> goal line touches, those are going to be gone. They, potentially it, potentially I, they could be potentially done. if you
1: you could see it the writing on the wall the, that's going away from Aaron Jones yeah because of the big body yeah. I mean even J- Jamal Williams might steal those you know
0: uh and that and that's and that's true too you
1: know uh, those you know because they're gonna get more physical they wanted to do more two tight end looks they want to get like the big look you know for their offensive fronts and more run looks, so they're gonna they're gonna be This uh, is
0: gonna look very much like what Tennessee was running the last couple of years. Yes. Um not only when LaFleur was their offensive coordinator the year before this last one, but that was the offense that was instilled. What you saw last year was what Matt LaFleur was installing when he was there. Yes. And yeah. So Here's what they're doing. A.J. Dillon, whether or not Aaron Jones is there or not, A.J. Dillon is going to be your, your Derrick Henry. So we were looking at, we were hoping that they were going to get wide receivers. They didn't. They got Devontae Adams. They got Alan Lazard. They're going to see what they got with Alan Lazard this year. MVS, Equinemius. Saint Brown. That's the wild card. They're the wild cards. Jay Kumaro, not gonna not really a factor. Devin Funches really is not a factor to me whatsoever. But he's a good placeholder for this year. And he was dirt fucking cheap.
1: He plays a next, solid role for what they're looking at doing. Next
0: year is where you start seeing them try to get their Corey Davis, their AJ Brown, somebody to compliment Devontae Adams. They're going to get that speedster next year, but this is definitely going to more of a ground game versus a passing game. But that doesn't mean that I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah. Just because he's getting forgotten about and he's real super late, I'll take a shot. Fuck it.
1: We're going to protect him with a run game. Yeah. So it means he's going to be he's going you're to you're going to get a shot you're going to get a shot at <laughs> the, <laughs> the fucking goal line
0: touchdowns Do yeah. It there. Yeah. When you get in the red zone.
1: So. The the, um, the David Funches thing though he he's big enough to play that he's gonna play that Jimmy Graham role that they were trying to force Jimmy Graham to do yeah and but he's gonna, yeah Funches I think well, Funches Devin, Devin gonna, Funches It's gonna be a nice weapon Devin you know, Funches like was an for, actual for like a role play weapon Devin
0: Funches I'm, if I'm not mistaken was a tight end back in the day back in the day yeah. so I mean he could play that's why. I set him at the outside, but he could play. He could play a role in the slot and work off as a, kind of more of a move tight end. Um, you know, from those two tight end slots. So you'd have the two tight ends. You'd have the two outside wide receivers, and then they can shift him out, and he can work the crossing routes.
1: Yeah. And imagine him coming back, crack Bob block, blocking. Oh man, <laughs> that's a big boy. Yeah, that's a big, I guess, all, yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. Aaron Jones. You know, if it's I think I'll, it I'll pay. I'll draft him if it it's if it makes sense, you know. I love the kid. Dude's a yes sir, no sir, military family, just a good dude. I like to I like Yeah, the it's a hard, lot. it's hard not to cheer for him, man. And you know the thing with Aaron Jones. Is, you know
0: the thing that's going to happen to Aaron Jones in our drafts, and we talk about this. Uh, it yes, all is yes. relative to where your draft is. He's going five. He's going five. He's
1: going five or four. He's, so going,
0: he's going to the top half of that draft for us. So, I mean, we're not even going to have to worry. You know, we won't have to worry about it.
1: Brandy so. Webb's not gonna draft Kenyon Drake. He's gonna draft Aaron Jones at five. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Has Aaron Jones been taken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dropped him in the first round.
0: Oh. So let's go let's go to the next uh next ten running backs here. So this is eleven sorry, through twenty. Web. He is not sorry at no. all. Uh starts with Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Clyde Edwards Lair. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, mm. uh, Le'Veon Bell, and James Conner finishing out that set
1: of ten. Oh, man. So let's Is that start. some talent in there, huh? There's a lot of talent. Oh, there.
0: my goodness. A lot of fucking talent there, dude. So let's start out with Nick Chubb here. Um, brand new offensive line, which is good. And it's the Kevin Stefanski, it's Kevin Stefanski offense, which is basically the Denver offense that we've known and loved for years. Terrell Davis, yeah, so, Clinton
1: Portis, the Mike Andersons, the yeah.
0: So the real big question is
1: Orlando Gary.
0: Do we think Kareem Hunt's going to take enough away, or this offense, which? I, I said this one, too. You look at Dalvin Cook, the way that they were using Dalvin Cook, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way that I think Cleveland's going to run this offense with Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt will be in there because he's, let's just face it, he's a very good talent.
1: There's a hell of a bat you know. He's a hell, a hell of a, a, like, take a breather running back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
0: Honestly, he should have just been suspended. He should have been suspended, he should still actually be in Kansas City. Considering the fact that Kansas City did what they did with Terry Reek Hill in almost the exact same situation and they kept him. It was weird that they did that to Kareem Hunt to begin with. Not I'm not condoning what he did with hitting a woman or whatnot. But uh
1: I think uh the long story short, I think uh Tariq Hill was up front telling the owner. And Kareem Hunt tried to deny it. And so he got caught lying to him. That, I mean... True. As trivial as that might be, you know, either way, it's... We're not going to get into that argument. Yeah, you're right. He should be still in Kansas City. But he's not. Should be Kansas City or at least starting somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Starting somewhere. So he's got an opportunity, and he's definitely going to... It's... To me, it doesn't worry me. I would, I'm would. i on Nick Chubb. I, I love Nick Chubb. I, I'm watching his workout videos, just watching him last year. just he, I, I, There's not too much not to like about what he'll do. And, and then thinking about him being in that one-cut zone where they want to try to protect Baker Mayfield and be a run-friendly team mm-hmm. first, Nick Chubb is going to get the first crack at it. Right. And so he's outside the top ten. I I would actually move him. I would actually take him over Aaron Jones. I'd probably take him over uh, Kenyon Drake. Obviously, I'd move him up your board a little bit, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I'd be really confident in that taking him. And he's a stud. He's a stud. I mean, you see his high school pictures. Like he's running track. He looks like he's the old guy selling junkyard. (laughs) <laughs> Parts and he's running, he's running track like it looks 10 years older than everybody there, and he's uh, smoking them, you know. Um, mm.
0: so we like Nick Chubb. So, I like uh, Nick Chubb. Sorry, that's a little side. Yeah, that's I like fine. Nick Chubb. Uh, Austin Eckler, what's your feelings on him?
1: I'm gonna stay away from him. I love the kid, love his story, but uh. Uh, that offense. Uh, oh my gosh, who's going to be the quarterback? Who's going to who's running an offense? Melvin and Gordon's gone. I love Justin Jackson. Who's going to get in the mix? I don't like it. I, well, I don't like
0: it. You want me to keep it simple? It's the fact I don't know that Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. going to are going to do him. the same thing that Philip Rivers right. did with him. Right. And that's why I'm not really on him. How about Josh Jacobs? All day. All day.
1: I think he's going to repeat. I don't think he's going to have a sophomore slump. I really like what the Raiders are doing. I love the Raiders, uh, just their overall mantra, their karma, mm-hmm. like the positive, like just team wise, uh what they're doing, are building the positive. And I love Gruden because he's a great team builder, and he's in that. He's in that. Upward positive stage. He's not like the established part where he's already where you know he's building, and this is part of the building block. And Josh Jacobs is the man in part of that building block.
0: And John Gruden loves his running backs. Yep, that's yep, that's one of the things. And that
1: offensive line. That offensive line is so underrated for some people. Mm -hmm. If you look at them, there are a ton of road graders in there that love the mall people, and they finish their blocks with, like, a good elbow right in the throat, you know. That's – I love Josh Jacobs. And
0: and Josh Jacobs falls in the same thing with Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. They're not going to catch a lot of passes. Great point. But they are very stable, and they're going to get their opportunities. Yes. Great. I love, so yeah. and Josh Jacobs is getting a better has been getting a better offensive line here in in year two. So um now there's a little bit of you know talk with Clyde Edwards hilaire here in the next spot. Um because they've the Kansas City has come out and said that Damian Williams is going to be splitting some time with him. Mm-hmm. So we have seen Clyde uh slide from R B thirteen to R B fourteen. To this end this week, and he slipped five total draft spots from 18 to 23, with Damian Williams jumping up one spot, but jumping up six total picks. Yep. So we're seeing it, where they're going to come together. Do you think they're going to end up coming and matching, or do you think Clyde edwards is worth a higher-end pick, like
1: second-round pick? Um, Me, personally, I think he's worth a uh, second-round pick, and then what you're hearing, I want to say, and is more of a uh, coaching respect. So like here's your established guy, Damien Williams. He's been there. He just won a Super Bowl, and he helped you win a Super Bowl with his talents, mm-hmm. right? So he's the starter. He's the main guy. And everybody's like, oh, you got this kid at LSU. Look what he did in the bowl game, and they, oh, he's gonna take over. And they're like, no, no, no. We're gonna squash that right now. Okay. Williams is our guy. You know, like, you know, this kid's got to earn it yet. And I've seen enough of the kid that I really think he's going to oh, eventually take over. This way, this is, like, your top,
0: your top this, running back, yeah, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Right. This is my number one. That's right. Everybody had all their different, you know, Swift. And mm-hmm. uh, this is my number one guy. And I really believe in him. I, I passed the eye test in every category. Uh, I think out of respect uh, to Damian Williams, and I'm not even going forward, I, I think Williams is going to st- take a lot of carries, whatever. They might split enough. But I think by the time, especially towards playoffs, Edwards is going to be your guy. Yeah. Edwards is going to be your go-to guy. He's going to get the goal line. You know, uh, what, what What? it is, Williams is going to be annoying, but Edwards is Hilaire is going to be, like, the one you want at home. See, I'd like to see. To me. That's uh, my
0: opinion. I, I don't I don't disagree with it. No. But at that price, i still want to see it drop more. Yeah. I'd love to see him drop a little bit farther back into the third round because he's going to be right around. On here, he's going to be around the 2-3 turn. But your home drafts are more running back, are more. Are generally running back heavy at the top. Yes, sir. So, especially ours right now. When you're looking at that, Clyde edwards would be more of a early second round pick than he will be a late second round pick. Mm-hmm. So you have to make the decision. Like if you were drafting today, would you take him in the early second round? If not, ask yourself at this current ADP, would you take him in the late second? to early third if you're okay there fine or if he drops back even more are you willing to wait on him or do you want to pounce on him earlier me myself and I I'd rather if it's if it's me I'd rather see him slide to the late third mid to late third if I'm going to take the shot on that because then I'm willing to grab uh, Damian Williams. I, I, yes, I would handcuff this situation. Definitely, definitely, handcuff, yeah, handcuff this situation because if Edwards Alaire got hurt or Damian Williams got hurt, then you definitely had the number one running back in Andy Reid's offense.
1: And the thing is, too, having both of them is a hell of a flex number two running back play. You know, like if you got, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's a little, ones, I mean, a little bit Monopoly, but there's going to be some weeks where they're playing, what, uh, Chargers? Yeah. You know, like, oh, the Chargers defense is pretty good. Uh, uh, you know, like, but there'll be situations where both of them, you start, you're stealing both of those points. Right. So you're getting the whole offense. I, know. Think, I think if I ran, if you ran two, flex, if uh, if two you had, If two, you, if you, you know, ran a, double,
0: If you ran two flex spots. I I would put the second one in a second flex spot, possibly, depending upon the matchup.
1: Right, depending on the matchup I mean, still
0: uh, I like the kid Yeah, he's a good kid he's got a lot of upside not like, not not as much as the next guy, or not as or the next guy, I should say, doesn't have as much upside in Todd Gurley who goes to Atlanta as RB15 Twenty fifth pick. I know it's home, ah, but that Atlanta that that Atlanta offensive line
1: is is still is. See there, that uh, that Atlanta offensive line is confused. You know why? Because they're like we talk about running the football and being aggressive and all this. But yet we pass ninety nine percent of the fucking time. You know, so they're confused. You know, they're kinda <laughs> they're not sure what they're supposed to be doing, so they're not the the gun run graders that they need to be.
0: The only thing that I really like about Todd Gurley is that the fact that he's got nobody else behind him to really compete with him. I like Hill, but uh, Do you really like Brian Hill? No. No, exactly <laughs> fucking a See, here's the uh, thing. At 25, yeah. at 25 overall, I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. it, it that, this is another Edwards Lick. Back in the third, probably take a shot out. him. Maybe, yeah. I don't know if I could take him up there. Because I like the guy behind him a lot more in Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm.
1: I love me some
0: Melvin Gordon. Dude, Melvin Gordon just signed it. He signed it to, like, the perfect spot, dude.
1: Uh, Not only from Kenosha-Bradford, Wisconsin Badger, Chargers, and now he's on Denver, right? Yep. Think about what the Denver Broncos are trying to do. They got Vic Fangio running that defense. They're going to try to make a short game going. You know, like that mm-hmm. defense is going to be, boom, three and out. Teams are going to be three and out, three and out. And guess what? They got the rookie quarterback. They're going to try to, well, second year lock with all those offensive. Dude, it's a great situation for Melvin Gordon. I'm telling you. Oh, I love Melvin Gordon. And I, will it produce? I'm not sure. Yeah. I want to. I want to see it. It's like a great ideal situation, but they, will it get over the top, though, bro?
0: Denver paid him the money to be the RB1 there. Right. This whole Philip Lindsay shit that I keep hearing that he's going to mix in, had, I'm not believing it. They had
1: Freeman. They got that Devontae Booker who's now gone. I loved him out of Utah. Is this, does Gordon do it? Do you, yeah. think, do you think he does it? I think, do you think he does. Honestly, like I love him. Obviously, you know, I you know, but does I think he, do he it? does. Look at look at the offensive line. Bowls, yeah, bowls has trouble with holding on pass sets, but he run blocks like a motherfucker. Dalton yeah. Riser, solid. Kusenberry, Glasgow, great kid from the Lions. Great kid. Yep. Juwan James, I don't know too much about. I know he's a solid kid at right tackle. Uh, I think he's, so,
0: he's solid. That's all he needs to be. Yeah,
1: solid. I mean, heck, he's playing against, uh, what, Bosa, and then, uh, you know, uh, he gets to see uh, those DMs at, uh, at Chiefs. Uh, fuck, I can't, I slipped in my yeah. line right now. But yeah, no, it's, that's a pretty solid, pretty solid uh, conference right there. That's a pretty good offensive line.
0: Yeah. I, this is Melvin Gordon's job hundred yeah. percent and the kid could catch he could pass block so he do it all He can do it all. there's no reason to have Lindsey steal. he'll get some of his stuff but and he would make a good handcuff to have in there but you get you don't you don't pay a guy from within your division to come in. At running back, if you're gonna just go right the fuck back to Lindsay, right?
1: That's a, he's a perfect fit for what Vic Fangio wants to do. He wants to make that defense shut up. You know, like he wants. To, yeah,
0: Fangio wanted somebody who was solid that he could trust. Yes, they, there was talk all last during the season last season about Philip Lindsay and whether or not they were going to continue with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. I mean, Royce Freeman. Unfortunately, like the I kid. love the kid. Yeah,
1: but he's got a little bit of wiggle. He need, he not to, enough. He needs to get cut. He to go to another team. Uh, well, well, I could see him backing up Gordon and using Lindsay as bait, as trade bait. Maybe, but
0: maybe. Man, yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Are we in on, or out on him? <laughs> RB seventeen, pick
1: thirty one. <sighs> man, I've been burning a couple times with him. Man, I love. The idea of Leonard Fournette, but, (laughs) you know... He gets the carries. He gets the carries. carries. Is he (laughs) going to
0: get the pass targets though this year? That's the thing. I don't
1: know. I don't...
0: It's a contract here. They didn't pick up his option. He's playing for a contract.
1: But he's never really had the heart. uh, He's he's like, right? He's like one of those guys that doesn't quite love football. Yeah. He's just kind of there. Yeah, got the talent though.
0: I think if he dropped, if he dropped below, I'm taking him.
1: If he dropped, <laughs> if he dropped at the
0: end of the third, or he was at the beginning of the fourth, I kind of have to. You don't have start. to at that point. I you don't have think to take fall. him. But then now you
1: have the rookie and Jonathan Taylor. Um, he is complete trash, garbage. Uh, anybody listening from my fantasy football league at home, uh, <laughs> do not take him. He's a piece of crap. Sorry
0: You know we don't have to worry about this For our own league Because he's going to be fucking gone in the middle of the first He's going to four instead of five (laughs) (laughs) He's going right behind Aaron
1: Jones (laughs) JT23 is going to be the fourth overall pick In our own league (laughs) You know what the conversation is I can't believe he's still there Oh my god you guys are idiots I'm taking him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but the Taylor RB eighteen, uh, pick thirty two overall. Yep. Uh, there is some worries about Marlon Mack, who is the RB thirty eight, pick ninety
1: four. Well, and uh, it's that thing again too. Uh, he's like the senior to the the rookie. You know, right. Marlon Mack is the established starter. He's uh, got the spot. Taylor has not done anything yet, especially since camp hasn't started. To take that spot from him, mm-hmm. so you
0: know. I, this is that's what that is. This is know? the spot again, outside of if, as long as you're not drafting in Wisconsin, right? Yes, exactly. Taylor, by the time this all this all gets going, you're looking at the end of the third round for him, and he that's what I was saying with Clyde Edwards Alaire, same type of spot. That's where I wanted him. That's where Jonathan Taylor could be in your league. That's where I will take the shot on For him. Sure. Because the kid is a fucking complete running back. He is absolutely hundred percent complete. Don't listen to anybody who tells you that he can't fucking catch because the
1: kid oh, can fucking shit. catch. Yeah. That is bull. He was just tapping in. The, the Wisconsin offense was finally starting to throw the ball at a running back, which they never really do. Well just to sh- showcase his talent. Who who yeah. is our quarterback?
0: God, for the life of me, I can't remember our quarterback's name.
1: Whitey White Boy. Whitey White Boy. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I mean, that's all bad it was. A left-handed
0: turd. Right. But shit.
1: Yeah. Hardy Buck. No, that's like 10 oh years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't start.
0: started on him. No. So, anger Taylor. So uh, End of the third round. If you wanted to take him in the middle third, perfect. Uh, if you even want to take him at the beginning of the third, I'm good with him there.
1: Honestly, but, but back to uh, do you think Marlon Mack steals too much from him? Like how 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 do you view Marlon Mack? And then how would you view drafting Taylor and then using Mack as your handcuff? You know. I don't. Do think you I do, use really him as a do you do oh, really okay. close? I would so, Oh, I grab so, him as a
0: handcuff, but I wouldn't use him as like the flex option. Okay, like what we were saying with Damian Williams. Yeah. Um... So you're all in the other. thing with Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, and this has been brought up, this isn't my bringing out some fucking wisdom on the draft. The Colts traded up to get, to get him. Yeah, You don't trade up if you're not expected to fucking use him.
1: Amen to that.
0: Now, it could start out a little bit slow because we're talking about the whole COVID thing. Uh, and no, the camp. OTAs and yep, shit like that. Exactly. But running back isn't that hard of a fucking job, especially when you have a Wisconsin running back coming from a pro level, a pro level running offense, and they do everything: zone blocking, power blocking, everything. Mm-hmm. He's seen it all, and that's why I have more trust on Taylor coming out of this thing, okay, than I do out of a lot of the rookie running backs. But uh alright, that's enough about Shonat's Taylor. Let's go on to the next guy. Sorry. Oh wait, we're talking about running backs and we're talking about Le'Veon Bell. Great. Uh nineteenth over... <laughs> rb nineteen thirty-three. I'm I I can't do Bell. I just can't. I can't with the Jets.
1: Who's his backup?
0: Frank Gore. And then LeMichael P Ryan, because you know, Frank Gore can't fucking die. <laughs>
1: Oh man! Oh, I love. Uh,
0: I would never. By the way, I would never draft Frank Gore as handcuff. I'd rather take the shot on let Michael P Ryan. Yeah. If I had to.
1: And I don't like like a P Ryan that much. I mean, I, he's a good kid. Uh, Bell, yeah, Bell is like all or nothing. It's I, I just gamble. can't. Yeah. I can't
0: not with it. It's the whole Adam Gase thing. I'm just like okay. Here's new Kenyon Drake. Which is Yeah, great, <laughs> fucking
1: crazy. <yeah. laughs> crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Gase. All so, uh, right. Get um, Bell out of
0: there. Get Bell out of there. James Conner, though, at RB20,
1: 34 overall. <sighs> it was great value right now on 35, I think. Uh, Conner. Uh, he, he was a fucking first round pick last year. Yeah. And he's dropping. You see, you see some of his off-season uh, off, off uh, workout videos? Hell yeah. Holy shit. Did you see his back? Yeah. It's like bigger than The Rock. Yeah. Right now, like... Yeah. Yeah. James Conner. James Conner. And then I- you throw in... Ben, excuse me. uh, Ben Roethlisberger coming back. They give him some legit offense instead of stacking the box. Stacking the
0: box again. Yeah.
1: Again.
0: James Conner, I'm willing to pay up a little bit for. Yeah, he's a
1: sneaky little payout. Uh, Out there, boop. Hey, nobody's looking. Nobody's looking. I got him. James (laughs) Conner, I'm definitely
0: ahead of Bell and Fournette on. Yeah, and probably to be honest with you, even Todd Gurley. Yep. Um... I like it. It would be... can't argue that. It's going to be hard for me if Taylor would be there, uh, Gordon, <sighs> Edwards. I may actually take James Conner just to stay out of the whole thing altogether. Yeah, because it's pretty dedicated.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and that would make sense. So you'd have a steady steady average number guy, yeah. you know, instead of... Uh, Malarkey.
0: So I like I like James Conner. He is moving up. It, there's been a lot of a lot of chatter about him. So, um, but then we'll go to RB 21 through 30. All right. So let's take a look here. Uh, so 21 through 30 is going to be David Johnson, Chris Carson, Cam Akers, David Montgomery. Dennis Singletary, Mark Ingram, DeAndre Swift, Raheem Mostert, Kareem Hunt, and Damian Williams. So, first, we'll start with Ooh. David Johnson at 21. you like him? Yay, nay?
1: Um, they're going to have to uh, definitely use him because they're the criticism of giving up Hopkins to get him. Uh, and the way they, I mean... Uh, was Carlos Hyde ran last year. David Johnson's is very similar. Yeah. probably a lot better. You know, I I can see I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take him there. But uh I wouldn't I, I, mean, I would not pass him on. I take him, I give him a shot. I We're, give him talking, a
0: shot. we're talking we're, we're talking fourth round. And that could even go even We're talking early fourth round. That could go even farther back. Yeah. Just because of the hatred for Johnson. not hatred per se on him himself but the you know just yeah. the situation he screwed people over for 2 years in a row now but like i said that schedule is pretty fucking t- is pretty fucking nice and if that would hold up and i went through it you want to, you want me to go back through it i'm not go check out the afc south podcast yeah we went through it. It's a pretty damn good schedule. And I don't see it getting any I don't see it being worse based on where everybody had drafted. So David Johnson, where he's at, I'm comfortable with it. The guy I like a little bit more my guy, Chris Carson, Seattle. He's RB twenty one he's RB twenty two, fortieth overall. He's still in the fourth round.
1: Tough runner. What a tough runner. He finds a way to get those little creases, nooks okay. and crannies, breaks tackles, you know, the thing is staying healthy, but I ain't even worried about that. He's he's a solid guy.
0: He pays off his value mm-hmm. at that spot. Yep. And the thing with Chris Carson is, you know, you had just said it with Carlos Hyde, I would definitely handcuff Carlos Hyde with him, um, just because... If they finally get upset with the fumbling issues, which they haven't yet, no, nope. they've talked about it. But I mean, Carlos Hyde, very end of the draft, RB fifty eight of all things. So, right, <laughs> RB fifty eight one sixty nine, which means he's basically not getting drafted.
1: Fifty eight, and then people are overlooking the the amount of production. I know you're not because you uh, definitely had success with Carlos Hyde last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of he like the kid he was an RB two. He was uh, so productive with. Houston, last yeah,
0: year. And, and 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 now
1: he's going to the same kind of running-friendly mm-hmm. offensive scheme. You know, uh, it's a great fit for him, mm-hmm. and I think he knew it. That's why he went there. Uh, it's not a bad. It's, it's smart football. Yeah, whole, it's smart football right there.
0: The whole thing was Rashad Penny. I'm not. He's gone. Worried. He's he's done. He's
1: done. He had, don't he worry about it. His for time. This, don't
0: yeah. don't worry about it. At least for this year. Next year, he could be back in, on the table. But I'm not worried about him coming in at the end of the year and fucking this whole thing up. Because he didn't fuck it. He didn't even fuck it up last year and he was there. So Chris Carson, I love. Cam Akers now for the for the uh, uh Rams. The rookie, RB23, 45 overall.
1: Yeah. He he's him. one of my guys. Okay, here's my draft class. 2020 running backs, Clyde Edwards. I had Swift number two. I had Jonathan Taylor, number three, and my number four running back overall, Cam Akers. I love the kid. I love what I saw in the film. He was a great running back on a crappy team. They had like no offensive line. He's still productive. You want some of that Florida State, what he was doing, catching the ball out of the backfield. Some of his cuts. I want to say some of his cuts rival Swift. Swift looked great with his slash, slash, and go. Akers can do that and more. I love Cam Akers. Will they run them enough with uh, the Rams? Because they, they had the Henderson kid from last year out of Memphis that they were kind of in love with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Malcolm Brown is yep. still around there to be annoying. I think at the, the end of the year, I think it would be a smart investment grabbing Akers at a decent, maybe even, that you might have to grab him early. Yeah. I think towards playoff run, it'd be a great pick. Do you think uh, Malcolm Brown
0: or Darrell Henderson would be in the handcuff if you wanted to?
1: I, oh, I, said I had, oh, that's tough. You know, Henderson—they put all this hype in him, and they talked him up, and he never really quite shined. And then Malcolm had his opportunity, had a couple good games, and he got injured. And then like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's, a, that's a tough call. But this might be just, you grab Cam Akers and hope and for the best. And just hope for the best. Yeah. I think, that's, I think you know, that's exactly. You know, if you get Brown as like your round 13, right. handcuff, I think you stay away from the other two guys, to be honest. Fair you know, enough. I like Cam Akers, though.
0: David Montgomery, uh, RB24, don't, overall.
1: Don't want to give up on him. Uh, it's the Bears' offense. Um I think Coach Nagy really messed up that Bears offense last year with uh, trying to play too many games from running the ball, receiver sweeps, and mm-hmm. all that. You know, an offensive line needs to get established. Okay. And they never did find it. If they can find some establishment, maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't like him again. I don't like him like this year. Uh, and it's not because of David Montgomery, it's just because of the Chicago Bears and their.
1: They're, and their play
0: calling yes. is just horrible because you know they're gonna get Tariq Cohen fucking involved in this shit again, and line. I'm not going for Tariq yeah. Cohen as well. So I'm just saying, fuck any Chicago Bears running back. Be
1: honest, you, you, you gotta let those offensive line get a rhythm, especially if you don't have talent there.
0: Yeah, and you
1: may and you may actually be able to get
0: David Montgomery
1: cheap um,
0: if he's fail if if he's failing, and then they get in the easier part of their schedule
1: maybe not in our league but yes yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
0: David Montgomery second round
1: pick <laughs> right number six overall <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right Devin Singletary RB I twenty five. I, I Singletary I was
1: all in on him last year he kind of produced late for me but he got a lot of weird things going on in Buffalo
0: it sucks with Devin Singletary because he's not only got to deal with Zach Moss but he's got to deal with Josh Allen as well that's why I'm kind of just staying away from it yeah um, I just don't think it's really... Even even at pick 50, I mean, you're talking early fifth round, I'd still rather have the next guy in Mark Ingram, who's RB 26 and at 52 overall. And a lot of people are writing off Mark Ingram, but he there's not a lot of wear on them.
1: Not a lot of wear, and then think of the offense he's in with... Uh... Ja- uh, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. you know they're going to very be good. A lot, right? Very good offense. Very good offensive line in Baltimore. Right, a lot of goal line looks, like a lot of easy touchdowns. Now <laughs> you
0: know. Now here's the thing with uh, Mark Ingram, um, I would handcuff J.K. Dobbins. I'm not high on J.K. Dobbins. I know you weren't that high know. on J.K. Dobbins either, but. He should definitely be the primary backup. We'll wait and see if Gus Edwards is actually going to be the the backup in front of that. But with the draft capital they put in him, it's got to be Dobbins behind Ingram. It's got to
1: be Dobbins because Dobbins can catch the ball like uh, Edwards really doesn't. He's yeah. just a one cut and go full like fullback type running back. Right. You know, like with Ingram and Dobbins, they're almost like the same style of player. So they're kind of you would. You think they're like interchangeable, and that's what that probably what they were thinking when they drafted. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's why. That's why if I do Mark Ingram at that at that fifty second overall, which I do like, I do like the value. I like the fact that his value is going down for whatever fucking reason.
1: No, keep going down, please.
0: Yeah, so just sleep on him. But uh, I would almost immediately, probably a couple rounds later, to go ahead and just take Dobbins Just make sure you have it, because. As much as I don't like J.K. Dobbins, it's the offense itself.
1: Yeah, it's, vers- it's, it's so value run. And loan. Yep. It's
0: run centric. You're yep. you gonna it, steal
1: some points from uh, Jackson. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna get value out of him. Yep.
0: There's no doubt about that. All right. So at RB 27, we have DeAndre Swift, uh, 53rd overall. Interesting. It's interesting, but I don't know if I want to take it. I mean, he's take a stab in there. He's very talented.
1: He's a rule. He's definitely of like all the rookie running backs. I would say he's probably one of the bigger roll of the dice. Yeah. He, you see, he has the talent. He's got the speed. He's got the slash. He's got that cut, that one cut look. Um, what you got? Carry on Johnson, right? And then yeah. uh, uh, the other Alabama kid that uh, was. Uh, Stealing carries towards the end of the year was a uh, big running back. Uh,
0: was he in this draft?
1: Not in this draft. No, it was on oh. the Lions itself. Uh, year Yar, Yarbrough, oh, uh, Yarborough. Bull Scarborough, Scarborough, yeah, uh, Scarborough. So they were doing like a really physical, like hard running attack, and Swift, not quite that style of running back, but no, he was a this nice is kind of, of pace. this is
0: kind of like. Going back to like when Reggie Bush, yeah, was there for a year or two.
1: PPR, I'm on. him.
0: You know? I just don't know if I like him at that price. If he fall, if he falls in like the sixth round, maybe. I don't know if I can take him in the fifth. Okay,
1: I don't know.
0: Fair enough. It, it, I think it would all depend on how the draft draft goes there, because I think draft I think I would lose. even though most starts having. Kind of that little contract issue with San Francisco right now, which is just pay him the couple more million dollars that he wants. It's, he's earned it. Um, at RB 28 and 54 overall, I probably would take a shot on Mostert before i take a shot on DeAndre Swift, to be honest with you. Even though it's probably going to be this whole thing between him and Tevin Coleman again, I think I'd rather take a shot because Mostert has shown it in the NFL that he should be that he should be the starter and if I'm getting him as an rb3rb4 something like that I'd probably rather have him established
1: yep no oh, I can't argue that
0: i don't I don't like to take a lot of risk at my running back i'll take the risk at my wide receiver a lot of time so but then he got cream hunt at RB29 uh, 55 overall perfect. Perfect spot for him. I have no problems taking Kareem Hunt there. Even if I didn't have uh, Nick Chubb, I'd probably take a shot on him there. And then, of course, we talked about Damian Williams at RB30. So, But uh, outside of the top 30, is there any specific running back that you kind of got an eye on? I know uh, there's been some talk on Darius Geis with Washington and not we're going to go down that
1: road again. Oh, uh, well, I like him. I like him. Uh, Ronald Jones in a Tampa Bay offense, if it takes off like everyone talks about, you know, if, if that passing offense takes off, uh, Ronald Jones is going to get some very friendly run looks with the box, so it it might not be a bad idea to grab him, I know people are may stay away from him. Uh, Madison we talked about earlier. Yep. Yeah. Um, carry on, John, no, Phil Zach Moss, no. Tony, a lot of handcuffs in yeah, there. Yeah, Tony Pollard, AJ, <laughs> Dillon, gonna steal some touchdowns. What do you
0: think of Anthony McFarland? Do you think he's, there's a lot of talk that people want to take a chance on him versus like doing the handcuff with like say Benny Snell, who's probably more apt to be the actual handcuff for James Conner in Pittsburgh.
1: I, you know, Anthony is like, I don't know where he came from. He, like, came out of nowhere. I think it was Maryland running back, and I remember him playing against Wisconsin, and I like, hmm.
0: Uh, he just, he didn't thrill me when nah, I did like, uh, anything. And that's but, why, I'm like, I don't know why everybody's so
1: on him. Right, but then then it's it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's pretty damn good at scouting players. Like yeah. So there's something that they liked in him. So, you know, what what I wanna do in that is one of those like I wanna watch it. I wanna watch I've g I, I got to see him play. I gotta see, right. got see him I gotta see him in preseason or whatever, I gotta see him at camp. You know? Yeah, they did spend a fourth round pick on him. I, I gotta take a look at him. I g I don't know. I it's don't kinda know. the thing
0: that fucks me up with Pittsburgh all the time is like <clears> you know, I look at Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame, like why did you take him in the second round when there was guys that I was super, high, you know, that is super higher on, just by you know watching the game film, shit like that. And it was like, to took Claypool, and it's like, obviously there's something you like about it, and you can never argue with Pittsburgh on wide receivers. So
1: they're pretty, they're pretty so, solid at the home run picks. There, um, I, I, if you're talking rookies, McFarland is not on my list. Evans handcuff. I love Darrington Evans. If you watch his college game tape, he looks like Matt Forte. He's not built like Matt Forte, but he his running style and the way he catches, like that little slash and, and mm-hmm. like that that uh, upright running a little bit. It looks like looks like him. Um if you go back up, uh Josh Kelly.
0: There you I go. I like that kid. That
1: kid right there.
0: That kid could yeah. back up. That kid, if Shh, I take him. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, that kid. If if Austin Eckler went down, he's the only one that's got the upside to do it. Yeah, uh, he, he... Justin Jackson doesn't, and I love Justin Jackson, but Justin Jackson can't do what Austin Eckler does in the passing game. Nope. But Josh Kelly can. Josh Kelly can. And there's a lot of people who shit on Josh Kelly, and I'm like.
1: Did you watch the Senior Bowl? Yeah. Did you see like the tail end of that UCLA uh, season? Watch yeah. Josh Kelly. Fuck yeah. Woo!
0: I don't like Josh Kelly. But holy he's, shit, man, we You got anything?
1: You got anything? I need a little sheet there. Uh, Levante Bellamy. Oh, he's uh he's in Denver. That was my running back to click. Yeah, yeah. he ain't gonna do nothing. No. No, he ain't nothing. (laughs) J.J. Taylor, no. Uh, That's it, brother. It's a great, great great rundown. We're going to have,
0: dude, we've done the quarterbacks and running backs and spent almost two hours on this. Holy
1: shnikes.
0: Please listen to
1: the whole thing, guys. (laughs) We're going to go
0: ahead and we're just going to make a two-parter on this. We'll finish up uh, wide receivers, tight ends. We'll go over defenses a little bit tomorrow. Um so go ahead and enjoy this. Uh subscribe, like, review, share, share, get it out there. Um you don't even have to share it to your league mates, just share it to the rest of the fucking world. Um you can find me on Twitter if you do not have any of the ADP charts, depth charts, whatnot, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Instagram at RoyDawg underscore 13. That's R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore one three. Uh, there's also the Venmo if anybody wants to donate. That is Dennis-Roy-14. Again, I don't know why it's 14 versus 13, but that's neither here nor there. Venmo, fuck me on that one. Um, donations, uh, not required to get any of the information that is available to you. Uh, but is greatly appreciated. But uh, for now, I bid you adieu. Uh, Paul, you got anything left
1: to say? Like, share, out? keep passing it forward. The Roy Dog breaks it down like nobody else. In detail, every step of the way. You want to win in your fantasy football league? Listen. All right. Talk to you guys
0: tomorrow. Have a good one.